All right, Dale. I actually, <laughs> quick story, because I know we've been talking about Manscaped. Um, I I went to the doctor and they uh, they had to do like a routine check on me or whatever. And they did like this EKG and they, they cut little patches, shaved little patches of uh, my body. And um, I, I went home patchy and I said, mm-hmm. well, I can fix this because I have Manscaped and we've actually been talking about Manscaped before. And I, you know, I, I groom myself with Manscaped, but I normally don't shave my chest. Yesterday I shaved my whole chest, took about, I don't know, two minutes because I wasn't fucking worried about clipping myself at any point. And I just bam, 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 the whole thing. I've never had such a quick, smooth shaving experience where I didn't have to worry about like accidentally shaving my nipple off. Um, yeah. And the it nipples, was amazing. Uh, the nipple is the difficult part, right? Because I and I never shave my chest. I hate I, shaving my chest, and it was yeah, just like a actually pleasant experience for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was easy, and uh, yeah, I, I did the exact same thing, and no worries around. Like the nipple area was like, ooh, you know, I did. At first, I kind of tested. it. I was like, okay, and I just went for it, no problems, and uh, I was silky smooth. For, Love shaving uh, my like, balls, though. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to throw that in there. Uh, the, the lawnmower 2.0 is waterproof. It charges via USB cable, which is awesome. Um, and, uh, it's just a really good product, really easy, easy to use. No Nick technology. So you can shave your balls, your chest, whatever you want, your nipples, uh, whatever makes you happy you can do. So if you guys want to be part of that and you want some joy in your life, go to manscaped.com. When you order, use promo code ESF and you get 20% off. And depending on, like, the packages you get, they have, like, an awesome uh, little, like, bag that you can, like, a travel bag and all kinds of good stuff. Cologne and uh, ball spray and all kinds of good stuff. So make sure you check it out. Manscaped.com. Please make sure. Just try out. Actually, try out their welcome package. That little, if you go with our little promo code, like Dale mentioned, they got that little welcome package that has the lawnmower 2.0, that has the... Um, the razor, I forget the name of the razor, but it's so good. The plow. The plow. Yeah, the plow. Um, just trust me. Try it out. Your balls will thank you. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. If, any, if anybody's watching on YouTube, can you write a message? And we should be on Periscope too. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the. Can I say YouTube? Can I just say YouTube of Fantasy Football Podcast? Sure. We're the YouTube of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott in his beautiful Eat Sleep Fantasy Miami Vice style shirt. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up? Oh, yeah. Uh, long story. Uh, man, should I get into last night's story or no? Is this even going to be interesting at all? Um, okay, just, just make it a one-minute story. Go. I set everything up. I put my camera up. I did all the graphics. I was ready to go, set up my microphone, uh, got everything situated for the first live show that we're doing of the season, and I went to put my daughter down to bed at 8.30, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep, mm-hmm. and I did not wake up again until like 3 a.m. So two things. One, yeah, 
I will not shame you too much because that has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But two, do you know why that happened to you? Uh, no, why? You are older than Frank Gore. Yeah. <laughs> However, Frank Gore did just fine this weekend. So that's nothing to be ashamed about, man. Yep. Yep. I did. Uh, I've been doing good. Uh, I went uh, to the doctor and got a B12 injection. Okay. Um, I don't know really what it does. I just told him to do it. Uh, it did give me a little energy. I have a little pep today, so I'm ready to go. Uh, we are talking about our week three rankings. Uh, this will be all video as well, but if you're listening to podcast form, we apologize because it's really hard to uh, figure out what's going on between audio, video, and all that stuff. So we're trying it out, so my apologies ahead of time if this isn't working out good for everybody. What we want to do here, guys, is really we want to put out content for you everywhere that you might be listening. So that's why we started with everything on all the platforms uh, for podcasts. But I, for one, and I know a lot of our listeners do a lot of YouTube. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm YouTube for music, but I also listen to a lot of audios on YouTube itself. And so we wanted to make sure that we get on there. But through that medium, we also want to be able to put out videos, which we've been doing. We've been doing um, multiple things on there. So please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, it's a very good way to stay in touch there to get notifications when the latest podcast drop. You can put notifications on there as well with the little bell alerts or whatever, or you can just subscribe to the channel and, and make sure that you're checking uh, checking in and be updated with our latest pods and videos on there. Yep. Uh, don't forget website eatsleepfantasy.com for all our rankings <clears throat> as we go through all this stuff. Yep. Uh, it's free. You do have to log in, but really, um, I'll be completely honest, because we're kind of a new site, we like to build up our email list uh, so we can email like, you know, updates and stuff like that. We don't, I, I don't, we want to start doing like weekly, weekly emails. We haven't really done that yet, but that's what we're going for right now is for everybody to get rankings, give us your email address so we can send you emails later. You could always opt out of it. Uh, it's something new we're kind of trying. So if you want all the rankings, they're all free. You just have to sign in. All right. Yep. Easyfantasy.com. It's a website. So, Let's get into our show here, Dale, because I know that you want to uh, go ahead and talk about our rankings and where you're right and where I'm wrong because you've been better mm-hmm. at rankings through the first two weeks than I have, which I think is is new for you, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's kind of clicking. Uh, I feel like I am ready to go in ranking uh, the first week. Uh, Brito and myself are part of the expert consensus on Fantasy Pros. If you don't know what Fantasy Pros is... It's probably the biggest, one of the biggest fantasy websites in the world, but uh, so we're fantasy rankers, and you know we get sco- we get scored based off of how we do every week. Yep. Is that, did I say that right? Yeah, um, we you yeah, know so, it's just uh, they compare us and our you know rankings with everyone else on the site. So the first week I was like thirty out of like the two hundred. This week I was number twelve out of the two hundred or so. So top five this week. To top five this week. Oh man, I hope so. I'm. Uh, you know, I, I really have kind of buckled down on my rankings. Uh, I'm not so willy nilly this year. I will not say too bold, but I'm going realistic and, and it's, it's working out. I am like a, uh, I'm like a fine wine. I get better with age as the season goes along. I think, uh, I will get better cause I'm typically a really good ranker. I don't know what happened these first two weeks. I will say I'm probably just a little bit too stuck on my preseason ranks. 
and need to throw some of those out the door because we've seen through two weeks that some of those stocks are should have validly plummeted and, and there are players that we can't trust even after just two weeks. So yep. um, let's kind of get a little bit into that. I know that you're displaying on our on our graphic there, Dale, our, um, our top running backs. So let's talk a little bit about... Backs, okay. Let's talk a little bit about our top running backs at each position. Who uh, who here stands out to you in this top 10? Okay, so, you know, we're looking at, and I just threw it, the graphic is basically the top eight. We are new at this video stuff, but um, because I can only get eight, I couldn't fit 12 or 10. That's what she uh, but said. So we're looking at, <laughs> we're looking at Deal, our come on, man. That's here. what she said. Can you just stop for the jokes? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm telling you, I'm not good at multitasking. Um, so I'm trying to look at making sure our stream is doing okay and still visible and all that stuff. Right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, our top 10, our top eight. There mm-hmm. we go. Uh, the biggest question that actually we're getting a lot is about Ivan Kamara and what he's up to and, and how much faith we have in him. He's playing Seattle. Uh, I have met seven. You have him in the top five at five exactly. Right. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start with Alan Kamara and, and go from there? Do you feel scared of Kamara? Because I, I mean, obviously, no Drew Brees mm-hmm. at Seattle. Yep. But other than I mean, that, it's not uh, nothing has hugely changed. Uh, obviously, there is a downgrade at the quarterback sure. position with Teddy Bridgewater. I know there's been some little bit of little, bad, look. a little bit of talk about Taysom Hill, whom I think might actually come in and be um, in some packages with Taysom Hill as well. But I think in both of those scenarios, you have potential running quarterbacks, which mm-hmm. should open up a little bit for Kamara. Yeah. And two, I think Kamara's just going to get more work this week. Yeah, you balance that out with maybe it's a little bit less efficient, but more work typically will result in, in in more fantasy points. Now, take that down a notch because efficiency should go down with the defense that they're playing, they're away, and the, the downgrade at quarterback. But I think you should treat Kamara as usual, a top five running back. You know, I'm not too – I mean, look what happened with Le'Veon Bell last week without Sam Darnold and, and without uh, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> uh, you know, over 30 touches for the game. I mean, they were right. just feed him, and, and Kamara is very similar – to Bell, how he plays, and probably how they're going to game plan and get it, get the ball in his hands as often as possible. I mean, he's a playmaker, so not necessarily a bad thing when you have a worse quarterback. When you have a you know not a skilled quarterback, they're going to dump down a little bit more, and that's that's where Alvin is going to uh, flourish. So I'm not scared. I am a little worried about New Orleans and their offensive production overall. You know, he's going to get his touches, but how much? It, how often is he going to get opportunity to score? Is, is what I'm a little nervous about. Yes, and that that's kind of a valid concern, uh, especially since through two weeks you haven't seen a touchdown for Kamara, right? He mm-hmm. still was very hugely productive in week one, um, but didn't score there, um, even though their offense put up 30 points. And then here um, last week, you know, obviously 60 yards is nothing – great for a running back um for like him so this week i i expect double digit points but um i'm i am hesitant to say hey we're gonna have these huge games from kamara 
because of that slightly capped offensive upside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's talk. uh, Actually, since we are live and we're doing this, uh, you and I both, or actually I have Dalvin Cook at two. You have him at three. Pretty high for a guy that was drafted as an RB2 so early in the year uh, against Oakland this week. Right. What do you, uh, while you talk a little bit about Dalvin Cook, uh, you have uh, Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, then Dalvin Cook. You want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, I'm going to check something really quick on the other end. Well, you take what he's done in the first two games, even take last week. Their offense only put up 16 points. It wasn't a stellar performance for that office in general. And yet, he had 20 carries, 154 rushing yards, tacked on another 37 receiving, and a touchdown. Week before, versus Atlanta, they had the game in hand for most of the game. And yet still, Dalvin Cook, 120 yards total, and two touchdowns. It it, it seems like not only is he... He has a little bit of both things here. Not only is he going to be their workhorse, but he also has the ability to just rip a 75-yard touchdown whenever. We've, we saw it in the preseason. We saw it last week. Uh, he's averaging, uh, what, seven and a half yards a carry? Mm, crazy. It's And he's getting a lot of carries. So, like, Dalvin Cook this week... Oakland, they're at home. Everything's pointing to he's going to have a great week. I don't, I you know, no qualms. Yeah. Again, yeah. The we we what was our thing about Dalvin? He stays healthy, he'll be good. He stays yeah. healthy, he'll yeah. be a top twelve running back. So as long as he's on the field, top twelve running back. Yeah. All right, and look at the uh, look at our top eight. I'm going to bring that back here. Um, I that just I know this is just week three, but. We have Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook in our top eight that definitely weren't even in the top twelve being drafted. So that's how quick things can change. <clears throat> they were they were faith. both, you know, kind of just outside. Yeah. You know, that's so. why they've kind of jumped in because they've had uh Chubb has had a decent week. Um had a decent week this past week, but it got the carries, um, got the catches. When you when you look at twenty two total touches, um in, in a game like that, that's something that's super encouraging. Um, and it's going to be kind of a prime time-ish game this week. You expect uh, Cleveland to step up their game and, and Chubb to have a good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to – I think Nick Chubb, and maybe we could talk about Nick Chubb next, is uh, – this is more, I guess, not only this week, but we're just talking about these players here for you guys. Nick Chubb is going to be more and more and more and more involved as we move forward. Do you agree? I mean, it's they're gonna as we move forward until yeah. we have some involvement late in the season by Kareem Hunt. I do think He's eventually, when Kareem Hunt comes back, I don't think there's going to be. Well, first of all, he's he, he he's a little hurt himself. He had um, was it hernia surgery, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, even though he's suspended for the first eight games, he. Um, he still needs to recover and, and come back, but he will get some work. I, I don't think Nick Chubb will be super impacted, but there will be some work that goes to Hunt. Okay, let's not just like chalk it up as Hunt is some sort of scrub here. Right. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a. Never mind. 
Don't worry about it. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to do this stupid streaming thing on YouTube. I don't think we're I don't think we're live on YouTube right now, which is, is annoying. I know we're live on Periscope. Do you know why? Because I'm watching myself. I look good. <laughs> you uh, you're looking better than you used to look. That's for sure. Wow, what's wrong with how I used to look? <laughs> uh, where is what's wrong the stupid with how I used thing? to look, Dale? Huh? What? I look good. I'm looking at myself. I look great. Yeah. You need to leave me alone, man. Anyways, let's move on here a little bit, Dale. I want to talk to you about a guy who is just outside of my top 10. Okay. Um, but I, he is not necessarily even consideration for that top 10 for most rankers on Fantasy Pros. And he isn't in your top 10. Um, and that's Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Gurley did get a touchdown here in week two, but we had concerns about him in week one. Anything sure. anything solved for you in week two with his uh, 19 total touches? Uh, 19 touches were encouraging uh, for sure. 15 touches uh, the week before. Do you do you are you still worried about Todd Gurley? Hundred percent, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what was? Uh, it's hard, kind of hard, like looking at the chats and, and going back and forth. But um, yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley is going to be okay. I have. It's not like I have. I didn't plummet his ranking. I mean, he's still, you know, an, a strong RB two. It's just I don't trust him as much as Austin Eckler. You know, I don't trust him as much as Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack. Derrick Henry, like you, you can't make you can't really form an argument that's going to have me trust Todd Gurley in in what the coach's decision is moving forward with how, when he gets the ball and how often and especially where. I'm going to press you a little bit on this. What on earth would make you trust Aaron Jones more than Todd Gurley moving forward? Uh, well, just the past couple weeks. I mean, I mean, week one, you saw 13 rushes for 39 yards for mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. And while Gurley hasn't been stellar top two running back early, he's been productive for two weeks. We're talking about 101 total yards in week one. And uh, what was it? Um, 60-something yards and a touchdown in week two. Again, nothing in- Amazing, but I think this is a, a, a nice opportunity for. I, I think this primetime game is going to be a good, nice scoring game for both offenses. And um, I'm just not out on the Todd Gurley bandway. Like, I'm not on this, hey, Gurley's done train that people seem to be on. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's done. I mean, am I saying he's done by calling him an RB2? Hmm. It's it's sad. It's a it's far it's a far away from where he was, I guess. Okay. Two years ago, right? But right. I don't think uh, I I just don't think he's going to be more than than what he would them that strong RB two. All right. So here's here's the real optics here. The question that I have for you about uh, the appearance of what I'm about to do. How bad does it look when a podcaster who is doing a live show 
decides that he needs to go to the bathroom halfway through that show. Or it's not even halfway through. <laughs> Jesus. We are uh we're twenty minutes in. So not even twenty minutes. Yeah. In. So we're like halfway through our show. Okay, I guess. Kind okay. Of. So uh I decided I wanted to drink more water. Oh no. Um and I've been carrying around a little gallon jug with me to the gym. Before that, I had, you know, water at work. Um, I've had more than a gallon of water today, um, with most of that coming within the last three hours. Um, okay. I'm probably going to pee now and then again later in the show. Oh, geez. Well, don't go now. Bye. No, 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 don't go. Oh, man. Okay. Well... You guys asked for it, and you have it. Um, so right now, our live stream, it says burrito. Where does it say? Yeah, over there. It says burrito over there, and burrito's not here anymore. Uh, for the podcast, I don't know if I'm going to cut this out or not. If you guys have any questions on Periscope, I can answer them until he gets back. Uh, but I would like to do is, uh, let's see, go through some of Todd Gurley's stats this year. Just looking at his touches. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I don't have time to, to do that right now because it'll be really boring for a live stream. So if you guys have any questions, let's see how this goes. I'm going to make sure that we are good to go. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I will go and look at our quarterback rankings. How about that? Bam. Uh, now Christian's going to yell at me as soon as he puts on the headphones. All right, guys. The star of the show has returned. Um, I was just about to go through my quarterback rankings. All right. Let's go through your quarterback rankings because I want to know what to do with Lamar Jackson. Because is he suddenly like the new Mahomes? Because I'm, Or has he just gotten fortunate with two, you know easy matchups and just, you know, exploited those. Cause I'm starting to think it's just the first, uh, look, I mean, as I'm starting to think it's the second thing there, he's exploited two easy matchups, but on, he's got another good matchup coming up. Like, <laughs> you know, the, yes, hundred percent, uh, Lamar Jackson is a product of the pretty easy schedule so far. Um, this week is not going to be that much different. I think Lamar Jackson is very viable. Is he a top one quarter? Is he the top quarterback of fantasy this year? I'm going to go ahead and say he's not going to be. I agree. Um, is he a quarterback one? Yes. Is he a strong quarterback one? I think so. A strong uh, quarterback one. So top six quarterback for the rest of the year. I think so. I, th- I think he could be four, five, six in that, in that area. Um, he the one thing that we do know look yes he's had an easy schedule and when people say oh but he's had an easy schedule like other teams have good matchups and don't perform great and so when a good quarterback has a good matchup and he does great uh we have to say hey you know he's the real deal because a lot of quarterbacks have good stuff and don't go crazy so i mean Lamar Jackson is a quarterback that had a lot of hype from some fantasy analysts coming into the 2019 season. Um, I was neither high nor low. I think I was really close to the consensus with Lamar Jackson that he was going to have a decent fantasy season, um, especially with that floor of the running. 
Um, we saw that running floor. Uh, we saw that running ceiling last week with the 120 rushing yards and 16 rushing attempts. Um, I, you know, that's not going to be every week. As we saw week one, he didn't really rush at all. He didn't need to. He threw five passing touchdowns. Um, however, I, I think we're going to go back to the Lamar Jackson that we're used to after week three. Kansas City, I think we might see some more passing from him again. Um, I think that offense is going to try to keep up with Kansas City's offense, and it should be a decent day in the air, which is not um, Lamar Jackson's game, but in the air for Lamar Jackson. Um, But going now then to week four and moving after that, I think we'll see a return to somewhere in between. Lamar Jackson will be better than he was in his rookie season, but he will not be who we saw in the first two weeks. He can't be this 158.3 passer rating quarterback, and he can't be the 120-yard rushing quarterback every week. It's just not sustainable, obviously, but it's also much lower than that, in my opinion. I I, I think rest of season, we're looking at quarterback... uh, Eight through fourteen, not quote, not a top six quarterback. Okay, uh, I think that. Look, I I don't I don't think I feel strong enough to argue, but I mean, just looking at week to week, um, what? Just give me uh, next four matchups for Lamar Jackson, because I'll tell you, like, just looking at it this week, <sighs> look at the next have, five. Only two of them are tough. They, you, you can, he's going to have another. He's going to have three good games in the next in the next five. Um, then a bye, then New England. So if you if you look at the next six games, I think he's uh, a good start at Kansas City, at Pittsburgh, and versus Cincinnati. I don't think he's going to be a good start versus Cleveland or at Seattle. But again, we have okay. to kind of go with the flow and make sure that these defenses are what we think they are. I don't think Kansas City has anything special against the pass, especially. I think Cleveland is better than we've seen in the first two weeks, and, and they were you know, decent last week, but I, I think they're much better than what we saw in week one, um, even though I don't think they are as good as people want them to be or hype them up to be. But Cleveland's defense will be solid uh, in week four. Pittsburgh, I think, is a whatever team. I, I definitely think that they are a bottom half of the league team. I know that our Steelers fans don't want to hear that, but they are a bottom half of the league team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cincinnati is obviously that. Um, Seattle has a solid team for this year, and I don't think Lamar Jackson at Seattle will have a very good game. In fact, I think that has potential to be one of his worst games of the season at, at Seattle. The, the the thing I think about Lamar Jackson, and I know this isn't a huge deal, but it, it is it is worth noting. Lamar Jackson basically has a bonus. You know, if you're in a four point touchdown game, he has an easy extra touchdown every game worth of rushing. You know, he's gonna he's gonna get at least forty yards a game, which is you know basically an extra touchdown. So right. you're basically you know you're starting you're spotting Lamar Jackson an extra touchdown every game. I think that's pretty. But how many passing touchdowns do you think he's going to finish with this season? Um, Give me over under and I'll tell you. 30. He has seven through two games. It's going to be more than that, yeah. I'd say over. I say under. Really? Under 30 touchdowns. Passing touchdowns? Passing touchdowns, yeah. I don't know, man. I I think... I mean, he had five rushing touchdowns in his rookie year. (laughs) 
So, is he going to last all year? Yeah. You, uh, How about oh, over under 13 games played? Yeah, he's going to play all year. Yeah, he's going to have so. a good year, man. He's going to have a good year. He's going to rush. Lamar Jackson's going to rush uh, for 500 yards. 700 yards. Yeah. He already has more than 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he had 75 last week, I think. So no, he had more than 100. <laughs> oh, did he have 120? Yeah. Week? Just last week he had 120? Just last week. Yeah. Oh. Eesh. Lamar yeah. Jackson will have 700 yards rushing this year yeah. and five or six rushing touchdowns. That's where his value comes, man. He doesn't need to throw for 30 touchdowns. He's, he's going to be just fine. He'll be a top 12 quarterback rest of the year. I just don't think he's this top three guy that people want him to be. Okay, so this week uh, we both have Pat Mahomes at So it's one. not me shitting on Jackson. He'll be fine. You can start him every week. You'll be fine. Just be wary when he's at Seattle, for example. Temper your expectations. I want to be wary. I think he could perform like a. That's fine. Starter. It's, it's quarterback starts are slightly different. Sure. You right. can play a quarterback in a not great matchup. It's not like not much. It's not like not playing a running back two in a bad matchup. 15. Don't do that. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah, don't play a flex running back in a bad matchup. Don't play. Right. You know. Don't don't come out here and say, hey, I'm going to start Philip Lindsay against the number one rush defense. You're going to have a right. bad day. Yeah. Um. So just you know. It depends on the position. Quarterbacks, especially running quarterbacks with a floor like Lamar Jackson, won't typically have horrible days. All right, Christian, really quick. Let's. Uh, I want to try something a little bit different here. I know we've uh, we've talked about a lot about betting, and I know the DFS and Dynasty Pod uh, that you know they they host a lot of the pickums. But I wanted to really quick before we go back into our rankings to talk a little bit and give our listeners a little bit of an insight into how we bet i know we've been both doing it a ton uh thanks to our partners over at nitrogen sports if you guys aren't familiar and you haven't heard us talk about it make sure you go over to our website click the banner and sign up because it's a really cool website easy to bet if you guys aren't living in vegas and can't get straight to a sports book even if you are it's it's just easier doing it from the comfort of your own home but uh you know nitrogen sports totally uses Bitcoin uh, betting, probably the number one Bitcoin betting site on the planet. So check them out. Just go to our website and click the banner. But uh, Christian, I want to hear a couple of bets from you. And I want to talk about some, uh, we we don't do this very often, but I do think that the listeners, we're all gamblers and we all want to make some money here. So yeah. what uh, what games do you have your eye on? And I'm, uh, I can't wait to uh, shit on the Dolphins here. <laughs> I want to talk about the Dolphins game and this absurd line. It's not absurd based on what we've seen over the past two weeks versus a team that's clearly tanking. So I I think this is more of an interesting line that I want to talk about where the Cowboys are minus 21 and a half. They're 21 and a half point favorites. (laughs) That's crazy. Against the Dolphins. And yet, not the highest favored team this week. These are insane lines in the NFL with the Dolphins being 21 and a half point underdogs and the Jets 22 and a half point underdogs versus the Patriots. To put that in perspective, no other game has even a double digit stat, you know, well, I, uh, line and o- only one other game has more than a touchdown favorite and that's, you know, the Vikings being favored by 9 and a half over Oakland, but 21 and a half point favorites for the Cowboys and 22 and a half point favorites for the for the Patriots or is that not absurd to you? 
listen, we're going to see this a lot because there's not very many times where a football team is absolutely horrible on both sides of the ball. You know, sometimes a, a bad team can lose a lot of games by being a really bad defensive team or a really bad offensive team. This just so happens that the Dolphins and Jets are really bad on both sides of the ball. Um, I think the Jets are, uh, the Dolphins are even worse on the offensive side of the ball than the Jets. But, uh, you know, the the defense is balancing them out and people are going to score at will. So I do want to talk about these because I actually think that both of these teams going into both of these games will cover. I don't think the Cowboys um, are going to cover that line. I don't have anything to say other, other than, hey, it's an NFL game, and I think the Dolphins will keep it a little closer. Nope. The Jets, however, that line is out of whack. That's 22.5. I understand they lost their quarterback. I understand they look poor against Cleveland. I know that the Patriots look great in their first two weeks, but I will say this. The Dolphins are the worst team in football. Yes, the Patriots look good, but the Dolphins played the they, they played the worst team in football. And secondly, this is a division game. That game will not be a blowout. Twenty-two and a half points. So you just described last week's. The Dolphins it, are the worst team in football in a long the time. Patri- the Dolphins Patri- have a legitimate chance to go zero and sixteen. My the Dolphins preseason. I said we're going to be two and fourteen. My new updated prediction is one and fifteen. I don't know where the wind will come, but I'm just hoping it comes somewhere. (laughs) Actually, I told Dale before the season started, uh, I have a commemorative bottle, actually, that Dale gave me behind me from the undefeated season uh, for the Dolphins, 1972. I'm hoping they come out with uh, commemorative (laughs) Coca-Cola bottles for the 0-16 season that we're about to have. Yeah, uh, it's it's nuts, man. Well, okay, first of all, uh, always bet against the Dolphins. Uh, until they prove you wrong. They just got blown out. I know, whatever, they're a bad team, but the Patriots just beat them 49-0. to zero. Until a team... And look, the, the the Cowboys are a very good team. <laughs> they're playing very well, and Dak Prescott is playing very well. The run game is on point. So there is no reason at all that this Cowboys team will be... Well, what, what's stopping it from being 35-7? to seven? Absolutely nothing. And I would be surprised if the Dolphins scored a touchdown. You'd be surprised if the Dolphins score a touchdown? I'd be surprised if the Dolphins scored a touchdown. The Dolphins will score a touchdown. You want to make a bet on this? Hey, if if there was a prop bet on Nitrogen Sports, I would put... Um, I'm sure there I, is. I'm sure we just have to find it. This website has fucking everything. <laughs> I would bet a quarter of my weekly We can salary. bet on first quarter action if you want. We can bet on second half action. You want to bet on the first quarter of the Dolphins here? I will give you the quick stats. First quarter for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are... uh, (laughs) This is brutal. The Dolphins are negative... uh, I mean, um, plus six and a half, meaning they're pretty much... uh, The Cowboys are a touchdown favorite after the first quarter. So first quarter. They're expecting to be down by a quarter, by by a touchdown already after the first quarter. I'm taking that every day. I'm taking that every day. I actually, I'm going to go after we're done recording. I'm going to go ahead and put money on it. You should do first half because I feel like everything that, you know, no. by the time Look, this I, game will be done in the first half and that line is 12 and a half. Like the Dolphins will probably be down 12 and a half. 24. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll score like a late touchdown and it'll be like 24, 10. 
Fuck, I don't even think they'll get that. Oh they can't God. score 10 points. I'm telling you. Anyways, if you want to enjoy some of this Bitcoin betting and, and check it out, nitrogensports.eu um, is the website. But the easiest way to access that is just go to our website, easilyfantasy.com. We've got a banner. Dale has actually been post, uh, posting to our listeners on whatever groups that you're on the links directly. So if you're interested in doing that, you can also just hit us up. Where Dale and I are pretty responsive there. We can get you the links to Nitrogen Sports if you... But, our website's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, uh, I have been posting a lot on social media about the $100 giveaway. And actually, this is ties in right into the Dolphins thing. Uh, on Twitter or on Facebook, if you uh, re- uh, I'm sorry, if you respond with your nitrogen ID and tell me how much the Dolphins will lose by, whoever's closest gets $100 in free bets. Uh, so it's a, it's a no-brainer. It's free money, basically, if you're right. Guesses are free. And uh, I'm telling you right now, a lot of people are putting like 20, 16, 20, 24 points that they'll lose by. So quick question, that's question, quick question, quick question. What? What if they win? There is no chance they win. Okay. But like. There's no chance. Okay. Okay. But like, like if they did and you're saying how much they lose by, like it's just the closest bet. What if I texted you, hey, the Dolphins are going to win by three. Well, if I, I guess if you say seven points and the next highest is like twenty, then I guess you win, right? I guess. I don't know, but it is impossible. The, it's impossible. I'm, it's impossible. The Dolphins are bad enough to try to tank and win by accident. No, I'm. And the you. Cowboys' track record is like, <laughs> okay, hey, <good> we're <laughs> going to fucking play the Dolphins' worst team in football and accidentally lose. Yeah, that's true. This will be like that's the true. one game. Prescott throws like three picks. Yeah, just saying. The Jets will beat Miami, right? Handily. <laughs> Handily? <laughs> by ten, if by teams could score points. negative points, <laughs> that game would be in the negatives. You think it'll. Has there ever been a game that tied 0 0? They're just going to play in between the 40s all game? Oh, man. I, no, but these bad teams, they end up scoring on each other a lot sometimes. Yeah, so it, yeah, that does yeah. happen. All right. Anyways. All right. Let's get back into the rankings. Uh, Josh Allen. Fuck out of here. What I saw from Josh Allen last week. One, Buffalo is playing very well. Uh, Their defense is is pretty good. Uh, And Josh Allen, man, he just looks sharp. Like, and I obviously I don't want to compare because I I do, you know. Josh Allen. When when Cam Newton was on his tear, you know, you know, what was three years ago, you know, when, when the Panthers almost went undefeated, that was, uh, I don't know what, two, three years ago. Anyways, when Cam Newton was being the man five years ago, was it? Jeez. I want to say, I was well, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, 2015, four years ago. I think that's what it was. When was when the last year? Passes, Manning played? Cause that was, that was, uh, 2015, yeah, right? 2015, I think. Yeah. 2015 Panthers. Anyways, when we are looking at, you know, crisp passes and moving well in the pocket and running when he needs to. Damn, I'm to. good at this. 15 and 1, 2015 yeah. Panthers. Yeah. He, Josh Allen just looked that good. Um, I have him the sixth best quarterback this week against Cincinnati that, you know, people can tear Cincinnati to shreds. And Buffalo's just playing that well. I have, I have no issue starting Josh Allen over 
you know, being in the top six. Give me one guy that's surprising that you're going to start Josh Allen over. Starting Josh Allen over... Aaron Rodgers. Cam Newton. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. Cam's... He's not playing. Banged up. Yeah, he's probably not going to play. Um, okay, you're going to start him over Aaron Rodgers. So you have Josh yes. Allen in your top eight. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers at eight, yes. And you have Josh Allen at seven. Yeah. That's a mistake. I have Josh Allen at six. I have Russell Wilson at seven. Wow. I'm not crazy. I mean, I'd rather uh, have Mahomes, Prescott, Jackson, Watson, Brady, Ryan, Rogers, Wentz, Wilson. And yeah. then you, I have you, Allen. You had it. I, I, we're just not going. Uh, I don't think that's a huge I, difference. It's like four no, spots. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's nothing to argue over. Allen's going to have a good day. It's not. It's. But I don't think. It, John Chapman. Has I don't want to give him credit. At four. Fuck Josh Allen. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's good, man. Why? I mean, he passes the eye test for me. Did you guys do that? He passes the eye test? Wow, that's... Mm -hmm. Can't say that. Never mind. He's looking good out there. Looking good in the neighborhood. Josh Allen, Dale wants your number. Uh, You said it. Um, I said what? What did I say? uh All right, let's look at our wide receiver. I just pulled up wide receiver rankings on... (laughs) On our stream. Okay. There they go. Any wide receiver jump out to you? Uh, Not really, man. Uh, Chris Godwin is in my top eight. I I have a feeling that he's uh, deserving of being in that list, but um, I mean, John clearly has Mike Evans there. You to have Mike Evans there. Um, no love for, for uh, Chris Godwin? Uh, I mean, I just I don't like Jameis Winston at all. You just you can't trust him. But you have Mike Evans. See, see here's, here's the thing. Well, because... You have Mike Evans in there. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin just went, you know, eight receptions on nine targets for 121 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I have, well, I have Chris Godwin ranked ahead of Mike Evans. As do I. So who's fucking up our ranks? Who's fucking up our consensus ranks then? Because our consensus ranks don't have Godwin in there. In the top. Uh, Because uh, Steve has Godwin at 19. Steve! Steve. The fuck, man? Jesus Christ, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. Do not follow Steve at SPAC21 on Twitter. No, SSPAC. He still hasn't changed his Twitter name. S spec. There we mm-hmm. go. Is that not what I said? S spec. Yeah, it's just hard to understand. It's not like the SS pack. It's SS pack. It's like a if he was a warship, he'd be the SS pack. That's immediately what I thought. It's a warship. <laughs> Steve. Oh, hey! Every fantasy guy needs a nickname. Steve is the fantasy warship. Oh, okay. I was gonna call him the fantasy tugboat. That's good. Okay, that's better. You're better at nicknames than I am. Fantasy tugboat. <clears throat> and then, All right. And then won't. We'll, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This can get way better. So whenever, like, eh, oh, man, I'm going to do this in post-edit. But uh, when we say, and welcome, Steve Spacrotelli to the podcast, before he starts talking, we'll we'll play the uh, tugboat horn. The... Okay. You don't think we have enough 
sounds that we randomly play, we need to add a fucking horn from a boat. Um, hey, man, know. listen. I, here's where I kind of want to get at with these uh, with these rankings here. I want to okay, talk a please. little bit about Julio. Julio who? Really? Who, no. What other Julio is in the NFL that you know of that's famous and a wide receiver in our top eight? I'm joking. That's a really specific thing you just did. Yes. Top eight wide receivers, which is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you two more hints. He played college in Alabama, mm-hmm. and his real name, if I'm not mistaken, is Quintoris. Quintoris, yes. Okay. Quintoris Jones. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, Quintoris. That's how. Uh, I mean. That's why you don't remember <laughs> is Quintoris. Okay. So, my dude. 11 targets and 10 targets in the first two games. So 21 targets. That's been his game always. What hasn't always been his game is touchdowns. Three touchdowns to the first two weeks. Also beautiful. What I'm a little concerned about is 11 catches on those 21 targets. And he only mustered up 31 yards for those in the first week. But again, 11 targets and a touchdown. Are we going to keep seeing Julio in the end zone? Because if so, then Julio needs to be in everybody's top five for the rest of the year because he's going to continue to see that volume of targets and it'll more often equate to what we saw in week two than what we saw in week one. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that we have to judge wide receivers by is their target share and how often they're getting the ball and what their opportunity is. Absolutely. If you're getting 21 targets through two weeks, you're going to continue to do that. My question is, is Julio going to keep scoring? Mm, I mean, history says no. <laughs> right. right. And but how do you feel about these, this offense? Because it uh, looked really bad week one. looked better oh. week two. Uh, Atlanta running back has still has not scored a touchdown through two weeks. Right. Eesh. But Julio has three. Yeah, um, I think that this is the way the offense is going to be ran. I, you you have to think that they're going to get their <laughs> running. Be game. ran, <laughs> no running backs though, so it's <laughs> going to be caught that way. Eesh. Okay, let's move on. That was bad. Anyways, yes, just based off volume and consistency through two weeks, you have to rank Julio up there. I have him at one. You have him at two. We're not going to argue because you have Hopkins at one. I have him at two. So it is what it is. Um, by the way, if you're streaming uh, defenses. Okay, let's kind of switch gears for a second. I know we're talking about wide receivers, but this is this has been on my mind. If you're streaming defenses, there are a couple sure bets this year. This my, year or this it, week? Uh, this year. Okay. The Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets are okay. going to be scored on a ton. This might, and, and I've never done this Potentially the Steelers? Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Potentially the Steelers, but... Well, that still has to be seen. Right now, it's the Dolphins and Jets. What are are you stashing teams that are playing both these teams? Like the Chargers are playing the Dolphins and Jets pretty close together. Are you stashing the Chargers? I, I am not one to have two defenses ever. But is this a year that you're thinking, man? Like this, these def, these games are if you are have such sure bets where you know a team is going to play the Dolphins, like. Yeah, if if you have the Bills defense and they're gonna play the Dolphins twice, like maybe you stash them because that's two potentially huge games that you're gonna get. 
Um, so you're, you're talking about uh, a defense that you could get. And um, and we're, we got two games, right? Obviously, you got Cincinnati this week. Then you got a rough game um, versus New England the following week. But you follow that up later this season with Tennessee, Miami. Um, then you see Miami again. Um, there's some good games in there that you maybe want to stash, but I am not the kind of person that does that. It's uh, you typically a uh, a roster spot that I don't want to give up, man. Yeah. I yeah, can see I, if you're in a deeper league, there's no reason not to, right? But I, most of my leagues only have five or six bench spots, so it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to wide receiver. I'm sorry. I let me. I'm going to throw out the wide receiver rankings up here on our – screen the top eight arkansas julio jones deandre hopkins Devonte adams keenan allen amari cooper odell beckham jr mike evans and antonio brown um i'm the lowest on antonio brown even though it's playing the new york jets like i'm still a little nervous although if you guys were watching that patriots game tom brady i mean, well you can even look at it in the box score i guess tom brady wants to feed him the ball at least last week came right out on that crazy on that drive hey let's just fucking feed antonio brown this drive now he disappeared the rest of the game but i think that had a lot to do with like they just didn't need him yeah well he had two end zone targets back to back uh later in uh, i think a couple drives after he scored (laughs) by the way totally pushed the fuck off on his touchdown score but whatever he's on several of my fantasy teams uh you let him get away with it yeah. What did you just get a text? No, I I I was concerned that might have been a risky joke, but I don't think you even did that on purpose. No. No, didn't do it. <clears throat> cool. Uh wait, before we go on, I do want to say uh I started a Spotify um playlist for Eat Sleep Fantasy. I don't know how you like look it up. I guess I'll post a link. I'm not sure how you search for playlists. I'll post a link on all our social media later on today or tomorrow. And uh, it's uh, I already put in a couple of my favorites and Brito and everybody else is going to put in their favorites. So if you like what we talk about, you're going to love what we listen to. Are you going to let me have access to that? I don't know how. It's going to be really diverse. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to just put a bunch of bad bunny. I'm going to tell you the jewels. It's going <laughs> to be, <laughs> it's going to be really diverse. Cause somebody was mocking that today that my music hopped from bad bunny to, um, that Bradley Cooper and lady Gaga song. Oh, shallow. What's wrong with you? Yeah. So I, uh, I like that song. That's my karaoke song. Um, well, usually it's Backstreet Boys, but let's not talk about that. <clears throat> if you were there in Dallas, in not not this year, but the year before, you would have seen me and Dale sing Backstreet Boys karaoke together. Yeah, that was great. Good times. Good times. Uh, I do have a song. Um, I don't know. Okay, it's called Uno. I think I sent it to you earlier, Christian. I'm uh-huh. sure you didn't read it. I'm sure I didn't. No, I read it. I didn't. I clicked on I, it. I mean, yeah. To be honest, I clicked on it, and then I said, eh, and then I clicked out. I'll listen to look, it. I'll listen to it. I'll put it on. I don't, I don't look. The problem is, I can't tell, and I even watched the video. I don't know how to say this. Um, just say it. Just say it okay. from your chest. I'll just say it, say it with just your say chest. It, okay. Uh, so it 
it seems like the um, artist is African American, um, but a lot of the song is kind of like in Spanish, and I kind of have a feeling that it's like um, I don't know what do you call it, like appropriation. Like he's, I think he's kind of like making fun of Spanish music a little bit, or I don't know that like the Spanish culture. Maybe he really likes the Spanish culture. I'm not really sure what he's trying to say in the video or in the song or anything. Uh. It's really catchy though. Um, so I'll, yeah, things uh, like that. Uh, listen, man, I, I think Hispanics view some a lot of this differently, and then sure. you guys get mad at me when I do get upset about some of it. Um, I think we view that cultural appropriation a little bit differently. Like, hey, the LeBron's out here doing Taco Tuesdays every Tuesday. Like, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. funny. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, fucking do it I, if you enjoy I did it. That. And if that, the music uh, is you're enjoying the Spanish music and you're uh, you're a black man and you like Spanish music, go for it, man. Yeah, it's a catchy song. Uh, I'd highly suggest you look look for our Spotify playlist. On, I'm going to post on social media, um, and I have a couple other my favorites on there. And I think we'll be deleting and adding stuff all the time. So I don't know. It's something fun, something different. Look for it if you guys. My stuff is mainly hip hop. And uh, mine will like, be there will be a lot of hip hop. No Lady Gaga. No Lady Gaga. Dude, that one song is good though. <laughs> song is fire. Dude, have you seen that movie? No. Dude, okay. Go watch that no, movie. I'm not no, I'm not watching that movie. You're gonna cry. You're gonna watch a movie and cry. Uh I am sensitive to certain situations for sure. But I'm not watching that movie. Anyways, the movie name is A Star is Born, by the way. I think it came yes. out last year, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Go check it out if you want to be sad. All right. Let's go do our tight end rankings, and then we're going to give people some uh, some de- a little bit deeper dives because we're talking about you know the, the big names here. But we're going to go through just really quick after we talk about our tight ends. I just put them up on video on a live chat. Uh, we are looking at Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram, Mark Andrews is my number one for the week. Uh, Darren Waller, OJ Howard, and Austin Hooper. Hey, Mark, Mark Andrews is special. Um, Mark Andrews is special. I'm telling you. I do want to say Darren Waller was such a good call by John. Yes. 15 targets for a tight end through two weeks and doesn't look like that's going to change much throughout this season. I think mm-hmm. that's a that was a great call. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with no Antonio Brown. There's not just not a lot of people to throw the ball to. And also, they just like throwing to the tight end, whoever's there. So, yeah. Yep. So, let's talk a little bit about Mark Andrews because you Mark think Andrews. Mark Andrews is not only the real deal, but like the real, real deal. He is going to be talked about how we talked about George Kittle last year. And dude has 16 catches on 18 targets, over 200 yards and two touchdowns in, in two games. There is absolutely no reason you, you start him with confidence anywhere you have him unless you have Travis Kelsey. Then you can kind of say, eh. uh, but if you have Mark Andrews pretty much anywhere, you are starting him. I mean, there's, there's no reason not to. And I can understand, uh, you know, looking at TJ Hawkinson week one, you're thinking, okay, he, good game. Let's see what he does. Didn't really perform. Uh, it was the other tight end, Disley, that got a lot of the looks from Russell Wilson week two. This so isn't you, the case. In Baltimore, 
it's it's Mark Andrews, man. He's I I really like him, and I'm it might be a little bold uh, going him over Travis Kelsey, but I just feel like I feel like uh, Andrews just has a better matchup against Kansas City than Kelsey does against Baltimore. If that makes sense. Uh, Kelsey will Kelsey Kittle and Ertz will continue to be my one through three for right now. But uh, you convinced me to put Mark Andrews kind of in that group, and I put him number four. So, yeah. I mean, look, Zach Ertz. I mean, the all these guys, they're you know they're all legit in this in this top tier of the tight ends. I just think Mark Andrews is part of this top tier. I mean, uh, Zach Ertz has twenty three targets through the first two weeks. This catch rate is way lower, but 23 targets, 13 receptions, over 100 yards. Yeah, man. He's so good at Ertz. Hmm. That's original. Real original there, Brito. Hey, what what was that guy you like? Andrews? Yeah, Mark Andrews. Mark my words. He's going to be good. Oh, that's good. Uh, Do you still have faith in O.J. Howard? You'll see. You're you're trying, all right? Kelsey. You know, I tried to run this show, and I'm just jumping through hoopers to get this back on track. And by George, we'll get it back on track. Kittle. You're just <laughs> Delaney, Delaney Walker right through this episode, aren't you? Fuck. What do we do with Njoku? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that was the uh, that was the Njoku. You're you're joking too much. <sighs> All right, um, I gotta do something with Njoku because that guy's not gonna play this week, man. No, he's not, uh, and maybe out even longer. We should have done news in this episode, but not so like that. We're gonna close it right here, <laughs> uh, really quick. Let's let's just go through quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, let's you give me one, I'll give you one. Somebody that we haven't talked about that people should know. Start with quarterback. Start with quarterback. Like people should know outside of this top eight. Yeah, yeah. Like we didn't somebody we didn't talk about that you want to talk about. I think the Rams fixed their offense this week, and Jared Goff will be uh, will be a very nice fantasy start this week. I, I it's going I think that's going to be a nice fantasy game period. Both sides of the ball. Both 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 teams, I mean. Yeah. I mean two touchdowns and in, in two games. Uh do you you're not you're not confident this week. You're hoping that he's well, let's that. let's let's fix that a little bit. 283 passing yards. Um only ha- only threw the ball 28 times last week. It was a weird Mm-hmm. ish game with what happened with new orleans also rushed for a touchdown had a good game i expect 300 and if i had to put a touchdown line i'd put two and a half but let's just say 303 for jared goff for this week that's interesting jared goff is uh is rushing for touchdowns now huh yeah with his negative two rushing yards <laughs> They'd rather beat up Jared Goff than over Robert. under rushing yards for the season for Jared Goff. I'm going to set it at twenty. <laughs> uh, 
He had 100 last year, 108. I'll go the over, but I don't think he's over 50. Okay. I'll take the under on 50. Is that fair? Under on 50. Oh, man. 50 is a good call. Yeah, you're right. All right. Cool. All right. Jared Goff. Okay. Uh, my guy would be Whoa. Jameis Winston. People, I know people are, you know, sick of him, sick of watching him play, and sick of O.J. Howard. I did, we really didn't get to talk to O.J. Howard too much, talk about O.J. Howard, but I still think he's super talented and has a lot to show this season. A couple of bad games just so happens. A couple of bad games he has were week one and two. I think Jameis Winston comes out in this New York uh, with New York New York Jets take going to Tampa Bay, and uh, he takes care of him. He's a top twelve quarterback this week. Right. Okay. All right. What about some running backs? Tell me somebody that we haven't talked about. I'm gonna give you a guy. I'm gonna go with guys that I think will correct their seasons that they've had oh, so far. Good. Okay, I'll do that too. All right. So here, um, I think not an explosive game, but enough to make you feel better out of Devonta Freeman. He's had, I think he scores and I'll give you 70 rushing yards plus a score, maybe a couple catches in there. Okay. Right. So he had two rough matchups to start the season and while the Colts' defense isn't poor against the run, they've been pretty bad on a yards-per-carry basis. So I don't think Freeman needs to rack up a ton of work to be effective and efficient in this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know how people are feeling about him. I feel like uh, week one obviously did horrible, but week two against Miami, he did better. I'm talking about Sony Michelle. Uh He's playing Miami and New York Jets back-to-back. I feel like he's going to have a similar performance, maybe better this year. He could be a top-12 running back this week against the Jets. Um, last week he had 85 rushing yards and a touchdown. I don't, I'll don't. i take the over on that for this week against the Jets. You agree or disagree? That's, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Later uh, in the season, uh, Sonny Michelle has – well, actually not really later, week five, six, seven, eight – he has Redskins, Giants, Jets, and Cleveland. That's looking pretty good. And then, that is and really then, nice. starting week fourteen, he has Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Miami. Buffalo's not great, but I don't know. There's a good little good little stretch there for Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, yeah, that's a good one. Um, that division outside of the Buffalo doesn't really have too much to contest the Patriots. Uh, we'll see how, how good Buffalo actually is. I think they, they are a decent team. Uh, Josh Allen is okay. I think he's going to be an okay NFL quarterback, um, yeah. which is uh, more than I was willing to say last year. Right. Are you going to come around on Marcus Mariota yet? No. Okay. I'll try next week. So I think that has of, a lot to do with Derrick Henry's actually good. He is really, really good. buried him way too early yeah yeah uh, uh really quick sam darnold is expected to return in week five are the rumblings if you guys haven't heard you can get james crowder super cheap right now jameson crowder <laughs> uh super cheap right now i would i would uh implore you to try to get him for as cheap as you can right now okay and maybe even chris herndon 
He's coming back after week four. Mm, it'll be interesting if you really need a tight end. If you punted on tight ends, Chris Herndon is really sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. All right, I'm going to give you uh, two two wide receivers here, bonus here. for uh, One, I'm just going to – the reason I'm going to give you two is because I feel like the first one's a little bit of a cop-out. If I think Jared Goff is going to have a good game, I, I obviously believe his receivers will as well. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I expect to have a nice bounce-back game. Rough week one, medium week two, fire week three is what I expect for Brandon Cooks. And um, – I'm going to double down here, even though it's New Orleans. The Seattle Seahawks are playing at home, and uh, I like both the receivers here in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf to have nice games. Um, DK Metcalf is a guy that you can get cheaper, but has seen some of that volume and looks that I expected from from Russell Wilson, and I, I uh, will continue to expect you know, some of that moving forward, six targets in week one, seven targets in week two. I expect that, uh, excuse me, I expect that to be exactly what DK Metcalf will have all season, especially as he continues to gain that rapport with Wilson. Yeah. Uh, going back to Brandon Cooks uh, this year, five. No, no, no. I, he has five receptions for over 100 yards. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Five receptions for over 100 <laughs> yeah. yards is exactly what you expect for Brandon Cook's stat line, but that you expect that on a weekly basis, not a right. not over two weeks. Exactly. exactly. But 74 yards and a touchdown last week. Give me 100 yards and a touchdown this week. Okay. Give me your guy. Oh, uh, let's see. My guy would be. Let's you're, go. You're really bad at I'm, this. I'm just looking at a guy that I maybe have a little bit different than everybody else. Mark Andrews. <laughs> uh, holy cow. Um, Who's that? Nothing. I will go with Cooper Cup. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty evident that Jared Goff is picking up where he left off with Cup. Okay, and I targeted three times as much as Brandon Cooks, which I guess I kind of expected. Like I really can't compare him. Cooks is more of a big yardage home run guy, but uh, Cooper Cup, nineteen targets, uh, one hundred twenty yards last week, no touchdowns yet. That'll change, but with as much volume as he's getting, we always say this about wide receivers: if they're almost guaranteed volume, you got to start them. Cooper Cup is a solid. Uh, solid running uh, wide receiver too. Makes sense. All right, cool. Robert Woods is borderline wide receiver one and two this week, I think, uh, in PPR formats. All right. Fair enough. Last but not least, the tight ends. And then we'll go. I don't have a great tight end for you, man. I, I Unfortunately, it seems like we're starting to see that who is emerging as a top, you know, five, six, seven, eight guy and who isn't. And if you don't have Kelsey Kittle, Ertz, Andrews, Ingram, Waller, Olsen, or Hooper, then it's not going to be a great week, in my opinion. Um, there isn't a ton of guys that I would trust. Now, if I had to go a guy that 
um, could potentially have a good week and be a little bit deeper. I might go, man, I, it's, you can't even I, like, I would love to say Trey Burton, but you can't trust that offense right now. Um, right. It's just, there's, there isn't enough. Will Disley maybe, because I think that that offense is going to have a good game. How about this? How about this? Jared Cook. He plays uh, the Seahawks, like we talked about this week. See, you know who scored twice on the Seahawks last week? Vance McDonald. Okay. Uh, Good one, man. I think think that Jared Cook could go back this week to where we need him to be or where we really wish he would be. Dale's really cooking up the good picks here. Thanks, man. I I enjoy that effort from you. I'm sorry, man. I'm being a real Kyle. Wow. What does that even fucking mean, Dale? (laughs) That's really wit and come back. All right. All right. I think this is good. I think uh, our live show did pretty well. We didn't detract too much from the live. Anything you want to tell our live audience because they can see you? Um, I used our manscape to let's see shave my whole chest let's see your balls how much would it take i would have to lose all of the (laughs) e-bets and even then my ball picks would have to go like on dms five thousand fuck you (laughs) (laughs) what what have you like produced porn before like what would it I'm say? I'm good at this, aren't I? 5,000? <laughs> you start Great, start but this low. isn't going on the internet, right? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. They, uh, they all say that. <laughs> right, man. All right. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening and watching. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media because you get to get all the updates. We're going to figure out YouTube. I don't think we even went live on YouTube. I'm not sure, but we'll figure it out. Uh, if you guys need anything else, hit us up. Uh, EastleyFantasy.com. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo. Eat, sleep, fantasy.